Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. It's Allison Graves. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to mention something important. For the last week and a half, our newsroom has been covering protests throughout the Tampa Bay area in response to the death of George Floyd, who died at the hands of a Minneapolis police officer on May 25th. For the latest on this story, please visit tampabay.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. everyone. My name is Allison Graves and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on Monday, June 1st. On this show, we'll talk to experts and reporters, share the facts behind the spread of the virus and discuss what could happen next. It's been almost a month since restaurants in the Tampa Bay area were given the green light to welcome customers back to dining rooms and patios at limited capacity. Restaurants and diners were allowed to reopen before other industries, but they still have a long road ahead. Even before coronavirus, restaurants were hard to operate. Now the industry faces an uphill battle in trying to balance social distance guidelines and making a profit. A lot of people will say, you know, if you if you decide you want to get into the restaurant industry, like, you know, you're crazy or you better have a lot of money or you better have a lot of savings or, you know, a financial backer that can really assure that, you know, when things get tough, you can still make it through. And so before this all, restaurants were already operating with thin margins where they really, there wasn't a lot of wiggle room, right? Um, Tampa Bay restaurants at, at this moment, I would, you know, wager are doing a lot better than restaurants in New York City are, you know, restaurants that haven't been able to reopen again. At least over the last month, restaurants have been able to bring back customers. They've been able to make a little bit of money. They've been able to bring back some of their employees. However, uh, you know, restaurants operate on such a razor thin margin as is, to profit at all, they have to really be operating at 100%. So if 50% capacity is not going to do that for them, even if they're allowed to go back to 100%, the chances that they that they won't be because people might not feel safe enough to, to go out, is that's still a possibility. So financially, I think financially they're still very vulnerable. They've got a long road ahead of them. Um, Today, a conversation with Tampa Bay Times food critic Helen Freund about the current state of the restaurant industry in Tampa Bay one month after reopening. I'm Allison Graves. Welcome to Coronavirus in Florida. 
So it's been almost a month since restaurants were allowed to reopen in the Tampa Bay area. When this first started, they were allowed to open at 25% capacity. Now they're allowed to operate at 50% capacity indoors. So Helen, can you kind of just give the listeners a rundown of how it's been going? On May 4th, when they were first given that green light, it, it wasn't like everyone just like pressed the gas, right? There were probably about, I'd say, half of the restaurants in the Tampa Bay area that did decide to open. And then the other half kind of sat back and they waited and they watched. And I think a lot of that had to do with they wanted, you know, people wanted to know, is it really safe to go out again? Is it safe for me to open my restaurant? Am I going to be putting, you know, the the lives of my staff at risk? What about putting diners at risk? So that certainly had something to do. When Florida began to reopen May 4th, some experts warned that the state might be moving too quickly. But almost a month after reopening, according to data publicly released by the Department of Health, Florida has not seen a surge in COVID-19 cases or deaths. Those early signs offer hope, but experts agree that any activity that involves close contact with people outside of the home brings some risk. What are the experts saying about the safety of being at restaurants right now? Is this something we're doing because it is safe or is it just something we're doing to save these, you know, local restaurants and places that we love? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think, you know, that's the question on everyone's mind right now. And we've all read those like sort of do's and don'ts lists at these at this point. Right. Um, all of the experts, the experts are going to agree there is a risk, right? There is a risk leaving your house and being around other people that you don't live with, right? That's as far as we know, and I'm certainly not a health expert myself, but you know, the pandemic isn't over. The coronavirus is still a very, very big issue and our numbers could spike again. So going out to eat at a restaurant, um, going shopping at a store, you know, doing anything where there is going to be some risk, right? Um, I think that most of the experts agree that sitting outside is still advisable to sitting inside. Um, wearing a mask when you get to the restaurant and when you leave is also advisable. Some some will say that you should try to have it on during the meal as much as you can. Um, that can be a little difficult. You obviously can't have a mask on while you're eating or drinking. Um, it, and, and then, of course, you do want to make sure that you're washing your hands a lot. If there's hand sanitizer there, which there should be, you should be using that as much as you can. Um, I think, once again, the advice would be that if you are elderly or immune compromised in any way, dining out is probably not a great idea right now. If you if you are feeling healthy and you are by yourself, and, and you feel like that is a risk that you can take on, then that's, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe the biggest problem with this is that at this point, it's really all on the individual as to like what we feel safe doing. And that's a, you know, that's a big decision everyone has to make on their own. Those risks still exist today, but as time has gone on, more people have opened up to the idea of dining out again. Those places did not get right back into the game what happened then over the next couple of weeks is that you, you started seeing this very slow trickle of people starting to become more comfortable going out. And all of a sudden, restaurants were getting packed again. And at that point, when restaurants were allowed to open at 50% capacity, I feel like most restaurants decided, okay, I'm still going to do takeout and delivery. But if I do in dining, like dining and house service too, 
that, you know, it's still not enough to, to profit at all, but at least it, it, it would make a little bit more money. It would help with payroll. It, it would help bring back some of their employees. So yeah. And, and the same goes with diners. I think at this point, um, there are still a lot of people that are feeling some trepidation about going out or a lot of it. A lot of people I know are not going out to eat yet. Um, but at the same time, when I go out, even if I'm just driving by a restaurant, it's very clear to me that like, there's a big chunk of the population that feels completely okay with it too. Restaurants have changed a lot, uh, in the last three, four months, takeout and delivery are more common. Outdoor eating is being done more and more, even in Florida during the summer. Uh, do you think we'll continue to see even more changes in the future? Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think the entire like industry really has gone through a big shift, you know, for obvious reasons. But I think going forward, some of the things that we've seen start during the coronavirus pandemic, you know, we're going to continue to see more uh, takeout and delivery. Without a doubt, is not going anywhere. People are going to people are going to hold on to that because even though there are people going out to restaurants you know, more comfortably, there are still a lot of people that just do not feel comfortable eating their home, or they certainly don't feel comfortable eating at a restaurant. So takeout and delivery is here to stay. Fast casual, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. is definitely something I think we're going to see more of. I think as restaurants that are like, say they're about to, re- you know, open for the first time, they may start retooling their concepts a little bit too. Uh, more outdoor seating is certainly something we'll see of. And yeah, you know, it's summer <laughs> in Florida. We're in for a rough couple of months, unfortunately. I wish there was another way around this, but I think for the most part, people are still going to feel more comfortable eating outside. So I guess get ready to sweat. <laughs> so a lot of aspects of this pandemic and how it will affect the restaurant industry in the months to come definitely remains to be seen. But I guess, is there any part of you that imagines a future where the whole restaurant industry comes out of this and it's just better all around? So not only are they adapting to um, coronavirus and and the pandemic, but they're also fixing some of the issues that persisted before then. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, optimism, right? Yeah, I... Gosh, I am really going to try to be um, positive thinking on this one. Yeah, I think that restaurants could come out of this better. I think if, sorry, now I'm like, I don't know. I I guess the idealist in me thinks that coronavirus will be the thing that gets people to talk about the industry more. And as people talk about it more, they'll understand how it works. So maybe in talking and understanding it, maybe some change could be made. Certainly. I think it will spark conversation. I think, like you said, people are going to start thinking more about restaurants. I'm sure people already are thinking way more about how restaurants work than they ever did before. Um, And I think that is going to hopefully spark some real change. It remains to be seen. I think the restaurant world is is here to stay. It's It's an industry that we love and that we need and that we depend on. It might look very different, um, but maybe that's not such a bad thing. Okay, everyone, that does it for today's episode. As always, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks for listening.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.